Yo, we live with it. Yo, what's up with y'all? This is your boy, Rob Glow. This is the second episode of the Lost Ones podcast. For the first episode, we were talking about the top 10 players of the 2019-2020 season. Second episode, today we're going to be discussing about the comparisons between LeBron James and Kevin Durant. Arguably, I don't really think this is arguably no more. I think they're two of the greatest small fours of all time. Not even just this generation, all time. Um, all around play of LeBron James and the lethal scoring of Kevin Durant. Now, during this podcast today, guys, I want to say this up front. I'm not disrespecting Kevin Durant in no way. I have him in my top 10 of all time players. And I also believe that Kevin Durant is the greatest scorer in NBA history. Um, he's a seven foot small four with a seven six wingspan, able to get his shot off anywhere on the court. So I'm not going to be so disrespectful, but I will say the truth about the comparisons with him and LeBron. I often find that um, when people compare those two, they would love to say, oh, Kevin Durant is a more clutch player. Um, he's a better shooter. Um, this is how I feel about the LeBron James and Michael Jordan debate. Just because you're a better scorer does not mean you're a better player. Um, yes, Kevin Durant can average 30 in his sleep. Even coming off this Achilles injury, I feel like him scoring-wise, he'll be just fine. But um, scoring isn't everything when it comes to a basketball player. And I don't believe just because Kevin Durant has won two back-to-back NBA finals over LeBron James, I don't put him as a better player. Uh, simply due to the fact um, a few things I'd like to discuss in this uh, podcast. This episode one, I'm going to talk about accomplishments. Um, while KD has about four scoring titles to LeBron one, um, their career averages come out to maybe 27 points per game for both players. Um, LeBron James' field goal percentage is slightly better than KD's. Um, about 50%. KD's is probably about 48, 49%. KD's three-point percentage average, he averaged about maybe 39% from three to LeBron James, 36% from three. So if you want to say he's a better three-point shooter than LeBron, by all means, but he's not a that much of a better scorer. And if you want to say he's a better scorer, he's not a better efficient scorer. Um, playoff points, he averages one point higher than LeBron. He averages about 29 points on 52% shooting, while LeBron averages 28 points on 54% shooting. So, yes, he averages one point higher. He still doesn't average a better field goal percentage. Um, you know, they average the same amount of rebounds per game at 7 points, 7.4 each. Um, assists is not even close. LeBron James averages about 7.5 assists a game. KD averages about 4. So the playmaking side alone is really not close. Um, defensively, yes, KD did improve his um, defense in Golden State, becoming more of a rim protector and a uh, perimeter defender. Yes, he did get better. But throughout his career, LeBron James has been the lockdown defender. Might not be in the last couple of his seasons, about four or five seasons, no. But LeBron James has all time has been a better defender. Then um, Kevin Durant, he has been on five defensive first teams to KD's zero. He also has been on six second defensive teams to KD's zero as well. Um, 
both were rookie of the years in their seasons they came into the league. So, bona fide stars from the go. LeBron James has been selected to 16 All-NBA teams in KD's nine. First uh, NBA teams, 13 for LeBron and six for KD. Uh, and we're going to go to MVP since the MVPs, you know, know KD's um, emotional win in 20, I want to say it was 2015, 2014, he won MVP. And LeBron James for um, 08, 09. Um, no, it was, no it was, I think it was 2009, 2010, and then from 2012, 2013, four MVPs, four MVPs to one. So, off of accomplishments alone, a LeBron James is superior to Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant has two finals MVPs to LeBron James, now four. Um, yeah, really the only thing in accomplishments KD has over LeBron is really scoring titles. And yes, KD is a more pure scorer than LeBron, but like I said before, he's a better all-around talent. Also going to be looking at durability for both of these players because, yes, you can also say that um, LeBron has low managed his last few years in the league. But we're going to go down the list for KD, his career. Um, on average, Kevin Durant plays about a good 75%, 75% games per season. Within the last five to six years, KD has been a little injury prone. Um, in 2014 is when he broke his foot. He only played 27 games that season. Um, 2015, he only played about 70 70 games, he missed 12 games. Uh, this is past season, he tore his Achilles in the, in the finals. So we've seen that Kevin Durant has been knocked with injury during his career um, with LeBron. He's played about average as well, about 75, 75 games. We've seen LeBron only doubled really one injury in his career, and that was a groin injury that had him out for about six weeks. And with LeBron, that groin was a little bit more because he, he was aging and he had more of a workload than KD uh, Terrence Achilles, although the Achilles injury is farther worse than um, than a groin injury. But at the time, Kevin Durant did have a Stephen Curry, a Klay Thompson, a Draymond Green to help the workload rather than LeBron coming to a brand new team in the L.A. Lakers and having many young guys to show the ropes how to be a professional and to be winners in the NBA. So durability alone, um, LeBron is winning that point. Right now, LeBron is going to his 18th season as the best player in the league. We don't know what Kevin Durant is going to look like moving forward on his career, Achilles injury. That's something that everybody wants to see, how he's going to bounce back. Me, I think that KD is going to be back to maybe – 85 to 90 percent what he was but we have to see also leadership although i will say in the past i've seen lebron at times struggle being a leader but we have to put things into perspective every team that lebron james has been on he's been the the bona fide leader you know lebron never had veterans to really show him the ropes 
with his early part of his career, his midway part, and now going into his later part of his career, we can say that LeBron has been the bona fide leader with every team, not only the best player, but the vocal leader, the locker room leader on the court, being the coach, showing his teammates where to be on the floor to be successful, to get open, open shots, backdoor cuts, everything that it is to be a leader on the court. Whereas the KDs play with more dominant, um, aggressive personalities like a Russell Westbrook, who KD has often said he's he wants to play play basketball. He doesn't really care about who's the leader or the best. You know, even though you're the best player on the team, you should take that initiative to be the best, the vocal leader. But often at times, KD has shied away from that, and I felt that a lot of people has let that slide with Kevin Durant not being the leader that he should be. But if that was LeBron not taking that initiative. You know, the narrative will be a little different. Let's be honest, you guys. It's a lot of narratives that narratives that being pushed in the NBA. You know, the Kawhi Leonard narrative that we just seen with Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, you're a great player, but you're not a great leader. We say the same thing about Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant's teammate. Great player, but at times you try to be the leader and you're you disappoint in some areas. You know. Kevin Durant has been on teams where, realistically, he didn't have to be the leader, but you're the best player, so you have to take the accountability for what comes with being the best player in the league. LeBron has been having to deal with that since day one, 2003. The whole responsibility of the team comes down to LeBron James. It's just, say what you want, guys, but that, that it is what it is. So... Leadership qualities, I'm going to give it to LeBron. Career accomplishments, I'm going to give it to LeBron. Stats, even though, yeah, KD has had scoring titles, I'm still going to give the stats to LeBron James as well because it's not just about scoring, guys. I think that that's another thing that a lot of people with basketball get confused with. Just because you're a better scorer does not mean you're the better player. It is about how you can... You're the same page with your teammates. It's not just a one-on-one sport. It's a five-on-five sport. And from that, I don't think that Kevin Durant is a better player than LeBron James. It's just, I wish, I often wish people would look into that more. And I don't really think people watch the games. And just because you're a dominant scorer, a lethal scorer, Kevin Durant is probably the best scorer, yes, over Michael Jordan, over James Harden, over um, Kareem, Will Chamberlain, all these players. Kevin Durant is a lethal, unstoppable offensive force. We don't know what he's going to be moving forward defensively. He has never been a great facilitator. Yes, he's improved facilitating. He's not a facilitator, guys. Him and Kyrie Irving could be averaging the same amount of assists in a season. That's, yeah. <laughs> You can say he's a better three-point shooter, but honestly, it's not by that wide of a margin. Yes, he's a better free-throw shooter. Of course, he's an 86% career free-throw shooter to LeBron's 73. I should expect you to be a better, you know, free-throw shooter. Even in the rebounding, even though Kerry Durant practically a seven-foot monster. He still doesn't even average the same amount of rebounds as Le- as a LeBron James. You know, with Kevin Durant, 
his slight build, his slight frame, it doesn't allow him to bang down low with the big men of his of his height. He he mostly stays within the perimeter game. And you know, it's pretty interesting to see what Kevin Durant's gonna be moving forward. Like I said, coming back from Achilles injury, I feel like that's probably the worst injury to have. Um, ACL, yeah, but at the same time, you can come back from ACL injury. Um, I seen Zach Levine. Zach Levine towards ACL, I think it was 2014, 15. Zach Levine is a way better player now than what he ever was in Minnesota. And that was when he towards ACL and was traded to Chicago. And now, Zach Levine is arguably a top five shooting guard within this league. But it's not about that. It's about LeBron James and Kevin Durant. Um, What, what is there more to say without really being disrespectful? Um, KD is the champion. KD is the MVP. He's, going, he's an all-time great. Um, nobody can really take that away from him. Um, like I said, he will go down as the greatest scorer of all time. He might have. I honestly will say that Kevin Durant may have another championship left in him before he calls it quits. And he might have another MVP season left in him. But to say that he's a better talent than LeBron James, I often found that disrespectful. And it's just another way the media tries to play their hand on um, wanting other players to be better than LeBron. This is me. 18 years in the league that LeBron's been in that, you know, people are tired of seeing LeBron as the top dog. And we just seen with Kawhi Leonard, they wanted LeBron to just fall off a cliff and Kawhi be the top dog. We did the same thing with Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. But Kobe Bryant was never a better player than LeBron James. Yes, a better score, definitely scoring between LeBron and Ken and Kobe Bryant, it's not even close. It's, it's Kobe Bryant, but that does not mean he's a better all-around talent than LeBron. It doesn't. <clears throat> even in career points, LeBron James is 34,241st, top three all-time in points. KD has 22,940. Granted, LeBron James did have a five-year head start. But it's just slowly apparent to be seen that LeBron James is a dominant scorer, even though he's not a scorer. That's the funny thing. He's more Magic Johnson than, than Michael Jordan. But nobody wants to admit that. Nobody really wants to come to grips that LeBron James is. You can have your conversations. Me, personally, I have him topping Jordan. I've been hearing all of my life that LeBron James is no Michael Jordan. Yeah, he's LeBron James. There, I don't, I don't think that LeBron could have did half the things Jordan done, but a lot of things LeBron has gone through in his career and accomplished, Jordan couldn't have done half of what LeBron has done. As far as being that leader, scoring the ball effectively, and getting others involved the way LeBron has consecutively. He he just he literally just came off a year in his seventeenth year averaging a career high. 
in assists, 10 assists a game. That's unheard of, guys. The longevity game, the longevity game is not even close to LeBron. He's one that, that's why the GOAT conversation is always coming in play with, with the longevity situation. Um, Jordan quit three times, so LeBron's not, you know, even though people are complaining that LeBron might miss the beginning of the 2021 season, even though he just won a championship a couple of weeks ago, and expect for him to start a month and a half later for a 72-game season going into U18, stop it. You know, it's another narrative pusher, you guys. Don't fall for it. But, and look at the teammates, you know, also, again, with the talent situation. Um, yes, LeBron has played with Hall of Fame talent um, in his career. Not through his whole career, but in his career, he's played with Hall of Fame talent. But let's break it down, though. Um, LeBron James played with a Dwayne, an uh, aging Dwayne Wade, who's, he didn't play with a prime Dwayne Wade. Yes, granted, after the first season of Miami, Dwayne Wade was never the same. He didn't play with MVP Chris, or not MVP, but a MVP all-star caliber player Chris Bosh. He played with the 15, 14 points per game Chris Bosh, a very inconsistent Chris Bosh. He also played with the injury-prone Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love. Um... And really playing with Anthony Davis, he's playing with another star in his prime. This is the first player in LeBron's career he's playing with in his prime. Granted, Kyrie Irving was too. But like I said, Kyrie Irving has always been an injury-prone player. So uh, Kevin Durant, coming into the league with a Russell Westbrook and a James Harden coming off the bench, three future MVPs of the league. One player averaging 34 a game. Another one's getting a triple-double. Kevin Durant is the back-to-back finals MVP. Then he went to play with Steph Curry. Arguably, not even arguably at this point. He's the greatest shooter of all time. Klay Thompson, the second-best shooter of all time. And the Draymond Green, like him or not, he's Draymond Green is a great all-around talent. So now playing with Playing with a Kyrie Irving, yes, Kyrie Irving is probably one of the most skillful players of all time. I've never seen a player whose skills are this great as a Kyrie Irving, but let's keep it honest about Kyrie. Kyrie's going into year 10 and has yet pulled up a successful injury-free season in his career. He has never played more than 50 to 60 games a season. He's never even put up a 70-game season. Ever. And a lot of people expect for the Brooklyn Nets to be contenders next year. We have to see about the fit. I think a lot of people have not discussed that about the the fit of the Brooklyn Nets because although KD and Kyrie are great talents, their games are somewhat similar and it's going to be tough to coexist. Um, you can say the same thing about LeBron and D-Wade having similar play styles, but at the same time, they also knew when to defer to each other. They also were playmakers. So it was easy for LeBron and D-Wade to defer. They can always find each other for open shots, backdoor cuts, alley-oops, to where a lot of the time Kyrie Irving is reluctant to pass the ball. He's not a playmaker as a point guard. Hopefully with the new coach, Steve Nash, 
You can teach him how to be more of an efficient, pure point guard. But I don't see Kyrie Irving being, in this stage of his career, being reluctant to switch his play style up. I don't. And like I said, we're still going to have to see what Kevin Durant is going to be coming off an Achilles injury. I know a lot of people is going to have a problem with a lot of shit I said about KD. Like I said, KD is an all-time great, man. You know, I used to have a lot of problems with KD, you know, saying that he's just not hes not where a lot of people thought that he would be. But to be honest, he's, he's up there. Him and LeBron, I feel like before, the gap was very wide between him and LeBron. Um, within the last five or six years, KD has definitely closed that gap a little bit. He's definitely closed the gap with the back-to-back finals MVPs, the MVP season he had, the emotional speech he gave. Um, yeah, he's he's definitely closed the gap a little bit. But to come out and say, since the year 2012, people have been saying that Kevin Durant was a better player than LeBron. And that's just not true, guys. <laughs> Please do not let these people out here fool you wrong. Um, it's more to the game than just scoring the ball. And I feel that a lot of people let that go over their head. Just because a player averages a certain amount of points does not make them a great player. And even if they are great players, it doesn't make them top of the of the ball, top of the chain, top of the full chain players. I'm sorry. So... Yeah, guys, just to wrap it up, hopefully we're going to see more about Kevin Durant in the 2021 season. And we're also going to see if LeBron James can have yet another MVP-like season. Yes, I've said in the last episode that Giannis shouldn't have won this MVP. LeBron James should have won it. Yes, Giannis had higher points per game average. Um, He had higher rebounding average. In a field goal percentage average, but just off the narrative and team style alone, um, and just pure, pure play and talent, LeBron James had a better season than Giannis Antetokounmpo. But we'll see. Um, you guys can hit me up on Twitter, right, Rob one two seven underscore, Instagram Rob Glow. Just now getting on Spotify, you guys. You can go find the podcast on Spotify, The Lost Ones. I will be putting up a link on SoundCloud, so you can go. You guys can go find me on SoundCloud at The Lost Ones. Um, I just appreciate you guys giving me the feedback about the about the podcast. We'll be making more episodes. You know, future comes when we having guests on this, on the podcast for you guys to you know, give other people's uh, thoughts and takes. And I will be back within a couple of days to give you guys yet another episode. This is your boy Rob Glow. I'm out. Thank you.